Welcome to Brand With On Demand, your guide to rebooting radio. When I think about technology, I remember the first time that I saw texting. I thought, well, I'll never do that. I'll just call. It's difficult to predict beyond your own headlights in life. I'm seeing things done that I never imagined. We don't know which technologies are going to take hold. and You don't want to be a dinosaur. Now your guides through the media morphosis. Noted communications second generation broadcaster and media strategist, David Martin, and author of the book Brandwith, media branding coach, Kipper McGee. Welcome to Brandwith On Demand. The only podcast dedicated to reimagining radio in episodes of about 15 minutes. Whether we know it or not, every radio station host, even manager, has a brand. And we all have access to bandwidth and plenty of it. The trick, making the most out of opportunities this pairing presents. As Thomas Gibson put it, the future is here. It's just not evenly distributed. We hope you can make that so with a skill set we call Brandwith. Phil has mastered just about every aspect of radio. Since 1992, he's been successfully helping stations raise their ratings and teamed up with famed programming mind Moon Mullins in Nashville as a consultant specializing in country. Now, he serves numerous formats, including the 70s, adult contemporary, even news talk. Perhaps most famously, Heath is recognized as the world's leading authority on music scheduling, providing advanced coaching for services ranging from Music Master and all the others. Prior to being a successful programmer, Heath was also an air personality at Philly's legendary WFIL, as well as WXTU and WYNY in New York. Brandwith On Demand is happy to welcome the unconsultant, Keith Hill. Yay! Thanks so much, David. So, Keith, you've worked at, programmed, and advised stations in all size markets from number one New York to the smallest of unrated markets. What's one of the big things you're finding the winners seem to have in common? You know, when I think back to the the great radio stations that I think it's about the excitement that those radio stations had in every radio station. There's two things, hardware and software, that hardware, the transmitters, the towers, the consoles, the microphones. That's not what's what makes a radio station special. What makes a radio station special are the people. Now we are a people business, you know, the morning guys and the great personalities and the extra exceptional promo people that we had and the, the nutty people that we have on our team to come up with promotions and and then the street level things that we did, be it the cleverness that was tooled in or the really gutsy hard work in executing it, production people that just could produce ear candy. Um, it's one thing to have a program director or a programmer or an ops guy who says, in my head, I have an air check of the way this sounds, but it's executing, it's creating it. So at the end of the day, when I think about great radio stations, I think about great people creating exciting radio. Nobody ever is going to go in the Radio Hall of Fame for something boring. Uh, They might go in the Radio Hall of Fame for something well executed for a particular demo. But the radio stations that stand out, that captivate their extra, that alpha extra share in the marketplace, those are the exciting radio stations. I couldn't agree with you more, Keith. You know, you've covered a lot of ground in your career as one of the very first to see the power of computing in radio 
and becoming known as the world's foremost authority in music scheduling, obviously a lot of GMs resisted that. How do you respond today to those who feel the same way about taking advantage of today's online resources, be it web or video or email marketing or even social media? You know, David, there's a lot of us who have been doing this for a number of years, and from time to time, we wake up in the middle of the night and we go, oh my God, I'm going to be a dinosaur. And there are some things that I think back of how we approach them in the 70s. And this might be a roundabout answer, but um, I liked the weekly jock meetings at the radio stations that I worked at in the 70s. Um, I liked the coaching that I got. I liked the intense scrutiny before and after the execution of a promotion. But when I think about technology, I remember the first time that I saw texting. I thought, well, I'll never do that. I'll just call. Um, It's difficult to predict beyond your own headlights in life. I'm seeing things done that I never imagined. We don't know which technologies are going to take hold and and, and become meaningful, and sometimes they change. Today, if you go into a Walmart or Target and you're looking for a portable radio for your home or your bedside, it's pretty difficult to find one or certainly a good one. Radios um, seem to be disappearing The consumption of what we do is still there, but the truth of it is in your radio station, if you're not addressing Apple CarPlay or Android Audio and thinking about an app for that dashboard, I go back to when we were bolting an FM converter to the bottom of the dashboard so we could get those those FM radios. There's always technology there, but today, if you don't know what Zap Media is and an Alexa skill, uh, you better learn fast because your radio station is going to be consumed that way. And as much as I'd like to think there'd be a radio in your living room and a radio in your bedroom and a radio in your kitchen, it uh, doesn't matter. If they if they bought that smart speaker and they say, Alexa, turn the light on, Alexa, turn the light off. And as I do that, lights are flickering here. But when I, when I think about the consumption of our radio brands, it's perfectly fine. The world goes to those Amazon Echoes and Amazon Dots. Be there. Explain it on the air, how to turn the skill on. There may not be an AM, FM radio in the living room or bedroom or kitchen these days, but if there is an Alexa or Amazon Alexa or Amazon Dot, you better know what the Zap skill is and, and the skills and teach your listeners how to use it because they'll be consuming your radio station. It'll just be through that device rather than a tunable AM, FM radio. One of the other things that's happened is I remember I thought, well, streaming's going to be very important and, and that's going to happen on a laptop computer. Well, that's migrated to a tablet, which is really drilled down now to we're all carrying our phones, be it an iPhone or Android or whatever. But it's a mini computer. It's a mini tablet. We carry those with us everywhere. Like I did when I was a kid with a little Philco pocket radio. Well, Today, that's how you can consume our radio products. We just have to be adaptable, and it's the guys and gals that I'm afraid of. You don't want to be a dinosaur, because if you say, nah, I'm just going to care about uh, what goes through the FM signal of our radio station or the AM signal of our radio station, my fear is, is that you'll end up a dead rabbit roadside. If you say this stuff is just a newfangled fad, Somewhere there's somebody who said, nah, 
we're just going to make better buggy whips, and I don't want to end up in the Buggy Whip Hall of Fame. <laughs> Keith, you've worked with some of the brightest minds in broadcasting, including the legendary programmer Moon Mullins. What's one piece of advice that Moon shared with you that you still find relevant today? Just one, huh? Moon was brilliant. I picked from a basket of thousands. But when I think of Moon's passion for this, this business, and then when we'd roll up our sleeve and work on one radio brand and one group of, of professionals that were going to build a big radio station, it would be that Moon would say, make the circus the biggest one in town. More elephants, better high wire act, more balloons, uh, biggest spotlights in the sky. Just make sure that you have the biggest circus and crush the other guys. I always love it when a manager says, well, we can't do that. And then I start to think, now I think we're on to something. Um, I'll, I'll tell you a couple of stories. And Well, one story is, uh, just prior to this Christmas, I had a radio station. We always discuss what's the big toy or giveaway item this season. And while we couldn't afford a lot of the Amazon Echoes, the dots were pretty inexpensive. So we bought a bunch of dots, and we played Connect the Dots to Win a Dot. <laughs> brainstorming is a great technique and if you put five six seven eight people in a room and they start brainstorming at some point we start to laugh about something that is my marker for hey that's a good idea let's put it on the radio we are with the amazing unconsultant himself keith hill somebody you'd like to hear from well we'd love to hear from you just email us show at brandwithondemand.com. Hey, we do appreciate all of you spreading the word about this podcast, Brandwith On Demand, and invite you to rate us wherever you get your podcast. It helps others find us. Also, you can invite friends to just text the word REIMAGINE to 44222. That's REIMAGINE, no hyphen, REIMAGINE to 44222. Coming up, the unconsultant Keith Hill shares his thoughts on opportunities hiding in plain sight. Brandwith On Demand. Rebooting radio with a different take on all radio can be. Blues. The North Carolina Radio Station of the Year, I'm Susan King. I'm Michael Hart in the News Talk. The local news for Phoenix, I'm Debbie Young. I'm Ed Highstead. One key difference between traditional radio and other options is local information. Virtual News Center can help. From the Wolf Room Radio News Center, I'm Peter Colleen. In any language, money talks. I'm Jen Austin. When your news budget breaks, Virtual News Center can fix it. Click their ad at brandwidthondemand.com. Opportunities hidden in plain sight. Plain sight. Brandwith on demand. Boys and girls, we are with the amazing unconsultant Keith Hill. Keith, what's one opportunity that many stations overlook because right now hiding in plain sight? You know, I I actually think there are several. I know in the past, because I'm a listener to these podcasts, I think it was Tom Webster who said, make sure you're marketing. You know, here we are. We tell everybody to advertise on radio. I would jump off on that and say, McDonald's says they want seven gross impressions a day. They want you to see a couple of TV commercials and a billboard and uh, whatever it is. They want that seven gross impressions a day. Well, table tents and restaurants and the morning show getting out and cutting the ribbon 
in at the Susan G. Coleman Walk. You, you know those lights that you can aim at the side of a building and it's got a logo or something on it? Sure. Yeah, well, you can get those. And when there's events in your marketplace, put up your logo and even customize it for the event. Happy Fourth of July from David 108. I, some of this is a matter of putting your brains back to it. Some of it is shoe leather. You might not have a bucket load full of cash, but do you have a grocery store or a cupcake shop in your marketplace that'll make a custom Keith 109 FM cupcake? It's a shoe leather marketing effort. I'm going to go into people's business locations, and I'm just going to be the minstrel of goodwill. I'm from the radio station. We've got cupcakes for you. We're going to come out to you. We're going to see you in the marketplace. Concerts are always a great opportunity. For example, if it's a country radio station and a country concert well you want to be part of it you want to be there some radio stations seeing it as taking the van out there and parking it i actually had a radio station that got seven semis and put banners on the side of those semis and they circle the venue before and after the concert that is owning that marketplace you know, it's interesting. If you do the small things right, the big things take care of themselves. I asked Shane to talk to my brand new promotions directors, clients of mine. And at one of those calls, I said to him, Shane, what would you say is the secret to being a great promotions manager? And he kind of thought for a moment, and this is what he said. He said, I think it's about making sure that you pay it forward that you make sure that everybody owes you. So, for example, good client comes in and says, hey, I want Kenny Chesney tickets. Take care of them. Somebody wants backstage. Take care of them. Somebody wants an autograph. Somebody wants you to burn a CD or send them an MP3 of a song or interview where their daughter-in-law was on the morning show broadcast. Take care of them. Pay it forward. Take care of everybody. Because when you have a need you'll be able to pull a string on your desk and reel it in. And I literally seen Shane Finch. I, I worked with Shane in Gainesville, Ocala, Florida. The morning guy wanted to have a battle of country bands, local bands. And his idea was a flatbed truck. He called it Flatbed Friday. So Shane only had to make one call to a local trucking company that he had already paid it forward to. He had taken care of them with tickets or backstage or, or that kind of thing. And the person on the other end of the phone said, how many flatbed trucks do you want and where do you want them? Great point. Great story. Our thanks to the gifted and talented Keith Hill. That's a wrap tipper. If you don't plan your day, your day will plan you. We'll talk about it in One Minute Martinizing. It's all about scheduling. Find it in the show notes at brandwithondemand.com. I'm Dave Martin. And I'm Kipper McGee. May all your bandwidth be wide. Any reuse or redistribution of Brandwith On Demand without the express written consent of the producers is greatly appreciated. While you're at it, if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe and rate us in the iTunes store or wherever you get your podcast. Your feedback helps others discover Brandwith On Demand. Not your average quarter hour. Dave Martin and Kipper McGee. Brandwith On Demand.